Wow, that is really hard. You really think you can go all day long? Well, you always left me satisfied and smiling. Ugh. That's what she said! <laughs> Michael! <laughs> Michael, please. Welcome back. Let's get on into it. Wedding bells have been ringing, y'all. Don't let the thought of happy couples skipping hand in hand as they race to the altar scare you away from this month's episode, though. Have some trust in me and know that I had all, and I mean all of you, in mind when designing this installment of That's What She Said. Look, this podcast was made to make you laugh. And sure, some of what you may hear today may even tug at your heartstrings just a little bit. This episode is titled The Wedding Planning Extravaganza because when the time comes to tie the knot, there needs to be a whole podcast episode that documents the craziness, fun, once-in-a-lifetime event that wedding planning is. So pour out the bubbly and come up with your 21st century wedding hashtag because we are about to get a front row seat to what it means to plan a wedding in the wedding planning extravaganza. Okay. All right, so we're going to go ahead and get started. Um, What we're going to do for introductions, what I would like to do to get us started is um we're gonna go around say our names and then what i would like for you to do is really like give me a brief uh brief summary of where you're at right now in the wedding planning process are you planning post planning recently engaged whatever and then if you could tell me a little bit about your story like i love hearing about people's proposals i love hearing about like if we've already been married what was that like so i just want our listeners to have the opportunity to get to know all of you and uh to familiarize themselves with what your story is when it came to getting married so i'll go ahead and let tessa start us off okay all right my name is tessa mccabe now i'm recently just got married in um, April, April 3rd, so our date was 4321. Um, <laughs> and um, we have been together in September, would be seven years. We got engaged in uh, 2017 in Panama. He, um, he went all out, it was insane. Um, even before we got on the plane, uh, we had a little too much to drink. We were, you know, on the plane, and I started like, crying and just having this moment like I just love you so much like let's go to Panama let's just elope and get married and he looked at me like the most harsh he's ever looked at me and was like no like hard no." no but he was planning the proposal and it was like the harshest he's ever talked to me and I just was like oh like maybe I was so off on this maybe I had it wrong and then I just threw it out of my mind for the rest of the trip. There were so many red flags. I should have been able to call it, but <laughs> I didn't. And he, he flew my best friend out. He flew out two of his friends. And I turned around, and I thought the surprise was my friend being there. And then I turned back around, and he's on his knee. So oh. it, was, it was pretty amazing. Um, very yeah. insane. So, yeah, um, we got engaged. We were engaged for four and a half years. We decided to finish school and then start to plan the wedding, and then COVID hit. So uh, 
our wedding got postponed and postponed and postponed. Um, so I did a little bit oh, of yeah. a crazy thing, and I uh, I planned a surprise wedding where he did not know. Ooh. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. yeah, I think this is amazing. So tell us a little bit more about That's this. Awesome. This is so cool. <laughs> so because our wedding got um, postponed so many times, um, the four three two one date was the latest date, mm-hmm. and his birthday is the next day. Is four four. Mm. So my whole backup thing was if he got any ideas, if if I blow it, like I can't keep a secret for the life of me. So if like I start to blow it. I can just, like, rely on the birthday thing and go, your birthday's coming up, you know, if anything slipped. So um, pretty much it started a conversation, me and my little sister, talking about how bummed, you know, having to reschedule and cancel and all the things. And I'm like, I just want to marry the kid. Like, (laughs) like, I just want to have this moment. And it doesn't matter who's there. And it's about us and everything. So I... Went from a 130-person wedding to a 25-person wedding. Um, awesome. Also, full disclaimer, we, um, you know, we were talking about, um, you know, doing a courthouse wedding. We also just bought a house. So, you know, it wasn't too crazy <laughs> in my thinking. Of, I get a lot of people like, oh, do you trap them in or what? But um, it was You all, guys were engaged for like yeah, three and a half years yeah, or something. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was <laughs> not too crazy. But, um, yeah, I, I had to steal his suit that I knew he fit in, take it to Men's Warehouse to find another suit so that they could cut and tailor it. Oh my gosh. And then I come home and he's looking for his work suit and I'm like, I have no idea. And it's in my trunk. Oh, my. <laughs> oh sorry, babe. And I tried to throw it in a closet that like it would randomly be and like he would stumble upon it. Mm-hmm. But I knew if I was like, oh, it's in that random closet, like I would not, he would be like, why? And yeah, what's going on? What's going on? It would just build and I'm like, if I just keep my mouth shut, you know. Um, so yeah, I, uh, I already had my dress. I had the photographers. I had the cake. I just had to get everybody on board and I had to get them out of the house. So um, all my decorations, all my packages, I used my girlfriend's Amazon account. I had everything sent to her house. I mean, every little detail. I have been, like, wondering how you kept this under wraps from him. So I love hearing Well, and also, like, having only so many people. Like, everybody that came, um, they were helping. Mm -hmm. And I just kept my mouth shut, not to tell anybody else. One, I know I would just start, like, over-inviting, and we could only have so many. Mm -hmm. So, um... I just kept it really quiet, yeah. and I gave everybody a job. I waited to tell my mom and his dad, because they're both loudmouths. So, <laughs> waited. I was going to try to wait till the week of, but then I, I needed help. Uh-huh. So, yeah. I couldn't. I, I did a little sooner. Um, but, yeah, so everybody had a job. His brother's biggest job was getting him out of the house. Mm-hmm. He took him golfing. And he was supposed to take him golfing, like, later in the day. They are supposed to be back by, like, 3. And he took him at 6.30 in the morning. Oh, my gosh. It was the only team. Oh, my gosh. That's such a difference. (laughs) And then he's like, yeah, we'll be back by, like, 10. And I'm like, no, No. you have to be back by 3. Like, figure something out. You're, like, five hours early. Yeah, yeah. And 
while they were gone, like everybody else, like I hit, literally hit a button on my phone. He's out. And I just had all these people swarm to my house. Oh, my gosh. And, like, putting up the lights, putting up the arch, setting up the tables, the flowers. Um, I did a wood, wood oven pizza. Oh, yum. So they just were able to, you know, pull in the driveway. Mm-hmm. So everything was very smooth. Um, but, yeah, so he's like, we're done. And I'm like, take him to brunch. And I'm like, oh, yeah, and don't get him drunk. Like, yeah. He, rule number one, he cannot come back drunk. Like, oh, my God. And I told him in the morning, because I kept leading, like, birthday things. So uh-huh. I was like, something, you know something's going on. Do not come home drunk. You'll be very disappointed in yourself. <laughs> and he's like, okay. And I remember I held on to him in the morning and gave him, like, this big long oh. hug. And he's like, you're acting weird. Like, what's up You don't you? even know. And I'm like, you don't even know what's going to hit you, dude. So, yeah. So um, then he took him to the gun range. They went and shot guns. And then they went back out for drinks. And he, they made sure he only had one. I was going to say, it's good that they hit the gun range before the drinks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and then he call, his brother called, and he's like, he's like, I can't stall anymore. Like, I don't want him at the bar any longer, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, for sure. I'm like, all right, well, we're ahead of schedule on decorations. Like, bring them home. So let everybody know, um, you know about everything and I went upstairs I just that was where I got ready mm-hmm. and so he couldn't see me and I wrote him a note and it said something like we've waited so long and I, I felt like we still deserved our day um, uh, you know it I know it's really important for both of us to have all our family and all our friends but we can do that later Today's still about us, so meet me out by the lemon trees at 5 o'clock, and uh, we're getting married. Surprise. <laughs> I love that. that. I mean, I remember when you guys posted something about it on social media, and Tyler and I were like, oh my god, I got married! And then I actually showed both my sister and my mom, because I was like, how cool is this? Like... <laughs> No one has this story. This, it is just the coolest thing ever. So my hat goes off to you, Tessa. You did an amazing job. It with was that. a lot of work. I do have to say, the week before, like my sister Teal, she was a champ. She came to town. She lives in Seattle. She helped me with so much stuff. And like the weekend before, I just felt like overwhelmed, and I had all the all the things on all my checklists. It was coming down to the wire. And I just had a moment. I'm like, this is why people don't do this. Because they need their significant other, you know. And um, I called her and she's like, if you want to tell them, tell them. Whatever you want. Like, at this point, we're a week out. Like, you do whatever you need. And she's like, but I am coming to town in two days. So if you give me two days, Mm -hmm. you know, let's see how you feel then. And she came into town and it was the calm, you know, before the storm. and. Good. everything so yeah, yeah. It, it made it happen she she made that happen oh good <laughs> but well yeah. and I think too like you guys had been p- having to put off your wedding for so long and then to finally be at the moment you're like oh my god it's happening and then like the reality of everything and the craziness just happening I'm sure it was very overwhelming <laughs> yeah for sure and keeping the secret keeping the secret and like I mean, I changed things on my phone. I changed things on my computer so my text wouldn't pop up. Oh, gosh. But I had to make it so it wasn't too, like... Suspicious. Exactly, Mm -hmm. because he'd notice. So, 
It was interesting. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine. I mean, I can't even, like, resist the urge to tell Tyler what I got him for Christmas. Like, I don't even know how I'd be able to be like, P.S., we're going to be getting married. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty gnarly. But, yeah. Again, we just bought a house, like, yeah, a month before. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty much locked in already. So. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. I love that. Thank you for sharing, Tessa. Um, I'm going to go over to Whitney now. Whitney, if you could share with us um, where you're at in the wedding process and then what that story was like for you. Yeah, so I got married November 3rd, 2018. So we're about, what is that, two and a half years in um, to the married bliss, as they say. Um, So we had been together... I don't know, maybe six and a half, seven years. It felt like so much longer before when you're like waiting to get engaged. I was like, we've been together for so long. Yeah. Why is this not happening? I get that. Um, <laughs> and now I'm like, yeah. oh, it was six years that we were together. Okay, that's fine. Um, so yeah, I've been together about six and a half years. Um, we, I think we're living together at the time. I worked in residence life at the time. So I was like surrounded by college kids all of the time and I was in grad school and I really just wanted like adulthood and I think I really probably pressured him more than he needed um but it worked out so you know in retrospect everything is fine um so he proposed at our alma mater at Susquehanna University where um in Pennsylvania so it was alumni weekend and we had never gone to alumni weekend before so I was very confused why we all of a sudden had to go to alumni weekend that year um and there was a race he's a track runner so there was a race and he was like I have to do the alumni race I have to you know see all my people (laughs) I was like we're waking up way too early for this driving way too long um and we pulled off of the turnpike to get gas on our way there it's probably like 6 a.m and he was so nervous that he got on the wrong entrance ramp and drove back home oh my um, gosh probably probably a solid 10 to 12 miles before we both were like wait a minute we're that's our home exit so then we had to go back the other way oh, he's so nervous. Like, he's just a nervous wreck because he knew what was happening um and my best friend was coming home from Peace Corps. Well, she was home from the Peace Corps, and this is going to be the first time that I saw her was up at Alumni Weekend. So I was, like, totally oblivious because I was just very excited to see her. Um, But I didn't (laughs) think anything of it, even though I had been looking for signs for probably five out of the six years that we are together. But that is such (laughs) good planning on his end to know that you're, like, going to be so invested. Your attention's going to be invested elsewhere to where it's not even going to phase you. (laughs) <laughs> yeah he totally attributes it to that everyone had said like she's gonna know don't even try to surprise her he had said like I'm just gonna give up you're just gonna know oh our grandfather God. was a cop so they were like she's got police blood in her brain you know she's gonna she's gonna know so yeah definitely good on him for planning it that way um so we made it through the run. I saw my friend. We went out to lunch, the three of us together, and it was like time to go home. And she was acting really weird too. So that's when I thought, like, okay, maybe something weird is happening. Um, but then it was like time to go home. So I was disappointed, but nothing happened because there were so many things, you know, mm-hmm. like taking me to the pool where we met or like going Aww. to this place where all the places that it could have happened mm-hmm. if I was even considering that at the time. 
Um, so then my friend was like, can we go for a walk? Like, let's go walk down by the river. And I was like, who's going to walk down by the river? Like, we've never done this before. Why are we doing these things? That's fine. It's nice. Um, so we went for a walk and <clears throat> she like pointed off somewhere to tell me to look over there. And I looked back around and he was on one knee. Um, and the man had no words. <laughs> he like, didn't have, he's not the most romantic boy on the planet. <laughs> um, and he, he was just like, will you marry me? And I <laughs> stared at him for a long time because I couldn't believe it was actually happening. You know, I think, at, at least for me, like I thought about it so many different ways, all the different times it could have happened, should have happened, mm -hmm. that when it was actually happening, I was like, I never consider this. He, he genuinely got me and I didn't think he would be oh. able to. Go so I was just standing there. There's a picture of me just like kind of looking like this. And he was like, did, did you hear me? <laughs> and I was like, Stella, of course I'm going to. So there's a lot of, he loves the fact that, you know, I said the and not yes. Um, that was I like, remember hearing that. Yeah, I she have heard that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so just, I mean, great day to see my best friend after all this time and to be engaged to my other best friend after all of this time. Um, and the surprises did not end there. So it turns out that she was coming home with us for the weekend. <clears throat> she was in a state place for the weekend, which was awesome after two years of being apart. Um, and they were trying to figure out what we were going to do for dinner. I thought we were going to a show in Philly. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know, like, what are we doing for dinner? Usually I'm the planner, the one that organizes everything. Um, and they wanted to go out to a place that was like 30 minutes in the opposite direction. And I was like, why are we going out there? That makes zero sense. Like, let's go into Philly. She was from Baltimore. You know, like, let's show her Philly. So I was just really anti any of the plans that he had. Um, so we drive out to this place in, you know, a half an hour away. And we go upstairs and all of our family and like close friends and their family, their parents and stuff were all there. Um, so I got double surprise that day. Um, and he has not been able to surprise me since <laughs> he got on that day. Um, and it was just the best to be surrounded by like so many people that we loved. Um, oh, that, that really just made it so perfect. Um, so then I think that weekend, the next weekend, maybe I booked all of our venue. I was like, we're doing this. We're going right away. Um, so booked our venue tours, um, fell in love with the place that we ended up getting married at and it was almost I think a year to the day um that we picked for the next year so we were engaged for about a year a little over um your venue all... not to interrupt you but your venue <laughs> where you got married is one of the most beautiful places I have ever been to period thank like, you thank every you. time I think of my own wedding I'm like I want to try to be inspired by Whitney's wedding because it was just, I mean, I have pictures of us at that wedding and the trees were just so beautiful and like it, it was fall colors. And it, I mean, it was just gorgeous. So pretty. Yeah. Everything, everything about it. Just, we went to maybe three that day and we were so set on the first one that we went to. Mm -hmm. And as soon as we showed up there, we were like, Oh, Okay, this is, this is it. We almost canceled it, actually. We almost canceled the tour because we were so set on the first one. Um, wow. And it was just perfect. And timing-wise, like they had said, you know, last week, 
all the trees were green. It wasn't even colorful yet. And then friends of ours went to a wedding there the week after, and she was like, all the trees were dead. Like, it was the perfect weekend to have all these beautiful Pennsylvania leaves in there. A little chilly, but the sun came out, like, Mm. right at the time that we needed it to. Um, So it was just amazing Um, by the time we got there. And it was a year of ups and downs of planning and all that that I'm sure we'll talk about but um, well and I'll give you some credit here Whitney Whitney was so crafty with being able to be able to lean on your family and Mm -hmm. to know like I don't have to spend an arm and a leg on this and I don't have to spend an arm and a leg on this. I'm going to do this a way to where I know that I can reach out to my resources. Like I remember my sister and I being in the kitchen working on your desserts um, the morning Mm -hmm. of, and it was just, it was a really cool experience in that way to have something that the whole family could work on and it brought us together and it just created for created such a fun dynamic too. Oh, I'm glad that was the experience of it because I worried about leaning on people too much because I, I mean, our, our family are, we're definitely DIYers and like yeah. to be involved and all of that. And I knew that and I knew that they would be anyway. So my thinking during the planning process was like, how do I make this a balance? Right? Everything, everything was a balance. I wanted, you know, like a barn wedding without it being dirty. I wanted it to be like kind of glamorous without it being like over the top right so everything was a balance and it very much came down to it with that and the planning of like I really want to make my own desserts but like I can't make a a wedding cake myself so like I'll get the wedding cake and then I want to do these other funky things that I just like so um yeah but that that's our trajectory and now we're two months away from welcoming our first child into the world so it's very kind of full circle (laughs) to be doing this at this time so so exciting I love it and Corey I'm gonna go on over to you all right so I have a few funny stories as we were like talking about all this so I'm trying to like jot them down in my head um (laughs) but so I recently got married in August of last year I was supposed to get married in May of last year, right before or right after COVID hit. Mm -hmm. Um, And unfortunately, we had to postpone. So we postponed to August and um, we ended up like COVID also was continued, obviously. So our venue said we couldn't have it there. So we went from like a 250 person wedding to 30 people and we ended up just getting married in my sister's in-laws backyard in Durham which is next to Chico we were gonna get married in Chico um but unfortunately we couldn't so um we did a small 30-person wedding um right next to Chico and it was very intimate really beautiful I got to use a lot of like my decor that I spent you know all this money on for a big wedding and it turned out really beautiful it looked totally like a you know a real wedding and we pulled it off um, and it was the hottest day of the year in Chico. Yeah. Um, so everyone was sweating. I had no idea when you're like getting married, you just kind of like not black out, but you definitely just like <laughs> zone out. You don't feel anything. Like I couldn't tell you how hot it was, but I could tell by like the guests were sweating through their clothes. So, um, we actually ended up all jumping in the pool. Oh, and, I saw um, pictures of that. I was like, Oh, so cool. Yeah, I mean, it was so hot. So finally, like, after we gave our speeches, Garson picked up the mic and did like a speech from I think Anchorman. 
and just like mic yeah. drop ran and jumped in the pool and everyone was like shouting my name and so I like ran and jumped into my dress and everyone ended up in the pool and we had like a huge dance party and it was it was awesome so um but yeah it was it was a bummer to you know downsize and a bummer that we couldn't do the big wedding we planned but it ended up being really special and I'm and I'm glad we we did that and we will we'll try to probably plan a party in a couple years um Mm. but we'll see you know Mm. we saved a lot of money doing that way we also lost a lot of money from our original date so we kind of don't want to we're kind of still figuring that out yeah um but leading up to that um proposal so it's funny that you mentioned Whitney like kind of like that like pressure and build up of like okay when is this going to happen um because funny story we went ring shopping so I had kind of an idea that it was going to be happening soon and all of our family got together on 4th of July Um, Like my family, his family, my parents came to um, his parents' house and we like all went out for 4th of July and like barbecued and everything. And so I'm thinking like, oh, it's going to happen. It's totally going to (laughs) happen. And it didn't happen. And I was all like, what the heck? And the next day we left for a camping trip. And on the way to the camping trip, we get in this like big fight, not a big fight, but just, you know, I'm like, what? are you gonna marry me like you don't want to marry me oh my gosh little did I know the ring was like underneath my seat in the truck that day and going um camping with all of our friends all of our college friends that Shelby knows um we also my husband and I also started dating when I lived with Shelby Mm -hmm. so it was she's literally seen our whole story yeah Yeah, well Um, they were they started as just good friends and I mean, Gar mm-hmm. always had the hots for you, you know, like yeah. we all yeah. knew it. And then I remember I was like gone one weekend and you came and I came back and you were like, Garson and I kissed. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yep. Yep. So, um, so yeah, that, that's kind of how we started. But, um, so then we were camping and he was planning on doing it that weekend that we were camping and all of our friends were there. So one of the days we were camping, we all go to the lake and um, we all like took different cars and two of our friends, Joanne and Cody, like didn't show up. So we're thinking like, where the heck is Cody and Joanne? So they show up like 30 minutes later while we're all just like hanging out on the beach and Joanne just runs up and is like, look guys, like, and they got engaged on oh, the camping no. trip. Yeah. Wait, and and Garson's like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Wait, Garson didn't tell him that he was going to be proposing to you? No, he didn't tell anyone. Oh, man. So it was so funny. And then, so then he was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And this is all going through his head. He's like, I'm going to do it on the last day when everyone leaves. Because him and I, like, we we rent out the place. So we are always the last to leave. Mm-hmm. And it's like a beautiful little site with like an overlooks the lake. Um, and it's really pretty and it's all outdoors. So he was planning on proposing when everyone left. Well, the last night we were there, I decided it was the best night to get absolutely wasted. <laughs> so I was so hungover that you're leaving I was like puking in the outhouse. <laughs> I am like miserable. I look terrible. Um, and so he was like, well, I didn't want to propose to you cause you were like throwing your, like throwing up like crazy and you were just like way too hungover. So he didn't end up doing it. 
um, which I'm glad because yeah. the way he did it was really cute. So the next weekend, that Friday, we were supposed to go on another camping trip. So I left work early. I show up at our house and I open the door and on a chair is typical like bar style. He used like the back of a poster board and uh, left some roses on a chair and put like a little, I call it a scavenger hunt. I don't really know how to explain it, but he did like our little story, like um, Antioch, California, you know, my birthday. This is where a a girl was born and kind of tells my story. And then he put like, oh, hi, California, Um, you know, June 10th. This is, you know, this is when a young man was born and wrote a little story. And then Mm -hmm. he put like Chico um, in our story, Sacramento, where we moved. And then today, you know, it was like, and now our future begins. And he wrote like, meet me at um, Firehouse at uh, like 8 p.m. or something like that. And it was like three o'clock. (laughs) <laughs> so I'm thinking like, oh my gosh, like there's so much time. And I was like, well, my nails aren't done. I don't have a dress. So I like went and got my nails done. I went and bought a dress. I was like stalling. And um, like uh, when I went shopping, the lady poured me like a glass of champagne. I was like, my, my boyfriend's proposing tonight. Like, and so, cause I knew, I pretty much knew it was going to happen. So, um, and I recorded myself the whole time, like doing like little vlogs, which I don't do that Aww. ever. So it's like, hey guys, like I'm headed to the headed to the nail salon. Um, so then I show up at the firehouse, which is in like downtown Old Town Sac, uh-huh. and the hostess has like another little clue for me. And so I go up to the hostess, oh. and it said like, meet me in the middle of Tower Bridge, which is like the beautiful gold bridge when you drive through Sacramento. Um, so I walk, I had no idea how to walk over there. So I'm like asking people like, how do I get to the tower bridge? And, uh, so we get, I find, I go to the tower bridge and I walk and he's in the middle standing there. I have no idea what he said. Like, I just kind of like blacked out. I, you know, he's kind of like are so excited and adrenaline rushed. And I, I couldn't even tell you one thing he said. Um, and he got down on one knee and proposed. And it was so cute because, like, this girl was riding her bike by, and she was like, oh, my gosh, are you proposing? And she was so cute. And so she got out and, like, took pictures of us. Um, So we had pictures. And, yeah, he proposed. And so it was really cute the way he did it. And then we went out to dinner at Firehouse um, and had, like, a, you know, a romantic dinner and um, kept the bottle of wine that we drank. And it was really, really cool. So. Um, so that was like the engagement story. And then I'm trying to think I had one other funny story. Oh, the night before our wedding, um, we did get married in Chico. So, uh, I stayed at the hotel diamond, which is like the nicest, you know, the bougie rest or bougie hotel in Chico. Um, and the night before my best friend Amanda stayed with me because Garson was going to stay somewhere else. And luckily he came back and he like, he said he would came back to get his toilet bag, but secretly he was giving Amanda like a gift um, to give oh, me in the morning. Yeah. So um, luckily he like came back and it was probably, it was pretty late. It was like 1130 at night. Cause we had all this stuff we were doing the night before. And he um, comes back and he calls me and he's like, hey, I'm here to get my toiletry bag. 
So I get up to let him in the hotel room and it was not open, like not open. So the door was like broken and you couldn't get like the latch open. And I'm and so, and then the, the hotel was like, not that accommodating. And Garson's like a very, you know, he's very easygoing. He's very chill. So he, I'm telling him like, you need to tell the front desk that it's not opening. And so they're coming to the door and, and me and Amanda are like, we have, we're like using the flashlight. This thing is not opening. Like we had a flathead screwdriver, you know, a flathead screwdriver trying to get it open. It was not opening. And so they're sitting there like, oh, is it a problem with the key? I'm like, no, it is like the lock is not coming undone because you could see the lock. So Garson's just out there like, calm down. They're going to call. They're going to call the owner. I'm like, no, the owner's not going to be able to do anything like this. They need, I'm, I'm going to call the fire department. Like we need to get out of here. And I'm thinking like, oh, and all this time I'm pregnant also. So I'm like very early pregnancy and we're locked oh. in a room. Our wedding's the next day. I'm thinking like, thank goodness it happened the night before and not the morning of. Um, but I'm like, we need to get out be able to get out of here. You know, and it's, it's midnight at this point or one in the morning. So they call the owner and like hours are passing by. It's like two o'clock in the morning by the, t- by the time, like they do anything about this. And I'm in there freaking out. Like, cause at that point you're thinking like, if there's a fire, like I'm just, I'm thinking all bad things. Um, and my friend Amanda and I are just like trying to enjoy ourselves, trying to like relax, but we're a little, uh, you know, uh, irritated at that point. And I'm calling him like, let me talk to the owner. Let me talk to the front desk. Like I want to talk to them and Garson's hanging up on me. Like chill out. You're fine. Like he's so Zen. And, um, which is like, does not so help my the brother- situation at all. When you've got like crazy. Oh hormones yeah. Going. I'm like, like did he validate my frustration? I this wedding. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, I'm like, finally I tell him like, they aren't doing anything. If they're not going to call the fire department, I'm going to call them. And my brother-in-law, who's a Chico firefighter, was working that night. And I was, like, going to call him and tell him, like, come get a ladder and get me out of this window. Um, So they finally called. I finally called the fire department. And then, of course, when I'm on the phone with them, they're hearing, like, oh, two girls in a hotel room. It's probably, they probably just don't know how to, like, unlock it. So they're like, are you sure, ma'am? I'm like, I swear someone needs to, like, cut this door down. We're not getting it open. And so the fire department had to come and they had to like break us out of this hotel room and it was all like, so I'm like, it's three in the morning by the time I go to bed the night before my wedding, but thank goodness it happened the night before rather than, you know, trying to leave the next day, the day of our wedding. And so it was, it was a really funny that's that is a very positive way to be able to look at that situation. (laughs) Thank God it happened then. Yeah, and and we got it. They comped us our entire stay. Oh, well, there yeah. you go. So that was that was worth it. I can lock me in there anytime. Like, yeah, because it was like a six hundred dollar bill at Hotel Diamond for two nights. So, because we stayed there our wedding night too, mm-hmm. which they upgraded us to like a a really bougie suite after that. Nice. Um, so, you know, I would say it was worth it, but it was just like a story to tell, mm-hmm. um, the night before our wedding. Corey, so, I have a question I, for you because I know yeah. I, I have seen firsthand Garson is a very like calm, cool, collected dude. 
is Garson a romantic? Not really. Because I was thinking that whole scavenger hunt thing he did, that was very cute and very thoughtful. Yeah. He can be. He can be. So, like, he's just more of, like, he's a sensitive soul. Oh. But I would say he's not super romantic, but, like, I think he knew that that was so long coming, and Mm -hmm. I was obviously, like, waiting and so excited. Yeah. And he knows that I try to do stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. like, for his birthday one year in Chico, I like, a scavenger hunt all around Chico. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've done a little stuff like that in the past for him. So, I think this time he knew that yeah. it was his time to really do something romantic. So, I was really surprised. That's a good partnership he, right there. Yeah, he did really good. Um, so, yeah, we ended up getting married in August. Um, and I uh, was pregnant. We, we wanted to get pregnant right after our may wedding mm-hmm. um but we postponed and we didn't want covid to ruin all of our plans mm-hmm. so we still tried to get pregnant right away um it worked you know first time so first try <laughs> and uh so i was pregnant at our, our august wedding and it was really cute because um we told our parents the night before the wedding oh. and then yeah that was awesome and then we told our wedding guests during our pictures so my photographer was in on it and we did like a group shot and the last photo like after we got down with every you know all the photos that we wanted um she had the camera out and she's like all right everyone on the count of three say Corey's pregnant and um, they're like so she got like (laughs) yeah and everyone was just like like the pictures literally everyone just like what And then finally, I was like, it's true. And then everyone was just like, ah. No one, no one like commented like, oh, Corey, I see that you're like not getting drunk at your wedding or anything. Well, we did photos right after the ceremony. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, but leading up to it, my sister said something because I went up to Chico a few days before the wedding Mm -hmm. and I hadn't told them yet. And I'm like, I'm a drinker. I'm like, uh, if someone offers me a glass of wine or a mm-hmm. white claw, I'm going to say yes. So my sister was like, oh, do you want a white claw while we were doing like arts and crafts? And I was like, uh, no, I'm trying to like watch what I eat and drink before the wedding. Like I try to play it off and she's like, are you pregnant? And I was like, no. So, um, she, she knew, she said she knew, but she kind of, she was still surprised when we told them. So, but honestly, Everyone had a really good time. Everyone was drinking, obviously, at our wedding. Mm-hmm. And I was dead sober. I was drinking LaCroix all night. But I felt like I was just, like, drunk on love. Like, mm-hmm. drunk on everyone being there. Like, I couldn't... I, I don't know. It was like, I feel like I didn't miss out or on anything not being able to drink. Because I was literally just, like, so high on life. So drunk on love with everyone there. And just enjoying, like having a good time and obviously there was like I was noticing that people were a little more drunker than you know Mm -hmm. other people but it didn't bother me at all and I'm like really glad and that's like one thing that I would really recommend for brides and even grooms grooms Mm -hmm. are gonna do what they want but like I don't know I just am really thankful that I was sober for the wedding because I remember every single moment I was enjoying the moment I was very present and I was just like drunk on love naturally. So it was, it ended up being really awesome. Well, that's so cool too, that you will be able to look back on your wedding day and literally remember every moment. 
Like, yeah. I, I feel like there are probably people who can say that, but I also feel like there's probably quite a few people who are like, yeah, after a certain point, <laughs> it's very blurry, <laughs> you know? So I think that yeah. is really special, too, that you will have that clear memory of your wedding day as well. And yeah. to just be able and to we, share that you guys were pregnant, that's so cool, too. Yeah, and we, it was like a bummer because so many people were like, having champagne for us and like the the hotel left us like a bottle of champagne and glasses for us when we got back and uh, my wedding planner like coordinator lady who we asked to help out that day she went back to our hotel after and like decorated and put rose petals all over the room and she left a bottle of champagne because she didn't know then so it was really funny just like how much champagne we got that I couldn't drink but (laughs) um it was pretty funny Garson Garson had a good time though I got to I got to take care of him a little so (laughs) (laughs) well I'll end by giving my story um Tyler and I we have been together in February next February will be seven years we've been together um I definitely can remember and I've told Tyler this memory numerous times about three years ago we were sitting in his car waiting to order at In-N-Out talking about life and I had told him I, I, we we're talking about me going through my master's program it's been something that I have talked about ever since I've graduated And there was a conversation that him and I had where I told him, like, you know, listen, it would be really nice to not have to be saving for my master's, not be planning a wedding, and not having to save for a house all at the same time. So we've got to figure one of those things out. And um, I think after hearing all three of you guys share your story, I share the sentiment of frustration. I remember just being like, oh, my God, is this kid ever going to propose to me? Ever. Like, what more do I need to be doing? I let him golf when he wants to golf. Like, you know, I I feel like I've been a pretty good partner to him. When is this going to happen? So then um, in at the beginning of 2020, I, we were living together at his mom's house. I ended up moving back home and we were both just kind of in this situation where we had been talking about buying a house for a while and uh, we were like, you know what, now just seems like the time to really start looking. Um, Rates were pretty good at that point. So we started doing some house shopping um, and we put an offer down on our first house which we didn't get, we were like well under asking price or what it actually ended up going for. (laughs) Um, And then we found, we found the place that we have now. We put an offer in, our offer got accepted. And Tyler has also known as long as we've been looking at houses, I have told him we're not buying a house unless we're engaged. Um, (laughs) Like (laughs) I'm this weird person with commitment. And like, if we're going to commit to buy a house, I want you to reassure me that you're going to be that person who is there for me I don't want us to buy a house then all of a sudden you'd be like "Mm, not into this so um at that point you know he had 30 days to figure it out that's what that's we were in a 30-day escrow so (laughs) so multiple things yeah so uh there's you know it was funny like I remember when we um when we got the call that our offer got accepted and Tyler called, like, we got we got the text, Tyler called me, he was golfing, 
I was at my I was at my parents' house. Uh, I had just finished meeting with my students for the day, and he's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe our offer got accepted. This is so crazy." I was like, "Yeah," and he's like, "I guess I should get a ring now, huh?" I was like, "I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." So, um, so I had known like okay within that time frame, and you know also in my mind I was like if it doesn't happen within the thirty days, then I have to wait a few more months. Whatever, who cares? But at least he knows in his mind yeah. like this is the reassurance that I need. So, um, you know our twenty ninth day came and went, and day thirty <laughs> was actually my brother in law's birthday as well. And we went over to my sister and my brother-in-law's house. We did something really nice for his birthday. And, you know, all along, I had been really asking my family to scout out the situation. <laughs> I was like, listen, guys, like, you need to let me know what's going on here. Like, my sister's my best friend. I was like, if you know anything, let me know. And my brother-in-law is a jeweler. So, you know, my brother-in-law, I was like, if Tyler hits you up for rings, let me know. And then my dad, I was like, you know, if Tyler asks for your blessing, please let me know. And it, I, nothing was happening. Everything was like, yeah, I, was I hope like, they didn't let you know. <laughs> well, it was like, I mean, my sister really, my sister knew how frustrated I was getting. And I am definitely not the type of chick that like ever wants any guy to feel pressure to commit to me. But I am always the person that's like, hey, if something's not working, just let me know so that, you know, we can figure it out. And, you know, with Tyler, I think for a little bit, I was like, all right, man, like, if you don't want to get married, just like, let me know. Like, we'll either break up or we'll work through this and make some changes, you know, whatever. So, you know, we're at my, we're at my brother-in-law's birthday and, you know, everyone's like, I don't know, like, I don't know. And I was like, okay. So we're going to go and move into this house. Like hopefully sometime soon it will happen. So we got the call that our real estate agent had the keys to the house. He'd meet us here. We drive there. And I remember at one point driving in the car and I had my hands on the steering wheel. And I remember looking at my hand and being like, I wonder if there will be a ring on this today. Like, I remember just thinking about that. That thought crossed my mind, like, maybe it will happen. And so I get in there, and it was so sweet. Our real estate agent was actually my brother's best best friend from childhood growing up. So it was really cool to get to work with him with everything. And he handed me the keys, and he said, um, I'm going to let you do the honors. And I was like, oh, cool. So I get the keys. I open up the door. There's roses in the living room. And I thought they were from our real estate agent. I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, how nice, how nice Jeff gave us roses. And, and <laughs> like, and for, for somebody who was, like, so obsessed with this idea of marrying this kid and how much really went over my head, it's kind of shocking sometimes. And so. I understand. Right? <laughs> And so we, um, so we have the roses and I was like, oh my gosh, how sweet Jeff gave us roses. And I turn around and Tyler's down on one knee and he opens up the box and I, and like Whitney, you said that your response is really funny. Cause you said, duh, my response was, did you ask my dad? That was, 
who lied to me. (laughs) I was like, well, it wasn't even that, but it's like, I had also been telling Tyler for so long, like, we can't get married until you ask for my dad's blessing. Like that, that was something very important to me. So I, so he was like, will you marry me? And I was like, did you ask my dad? And he was like, yes, I was up for hours last night talking to him. Like he, he had spent the night, the night before we were supposed, we were supposed to like fall asleep and watch a movie together before bed. And he never came in. He, he was like, oh yeah, your dad asked me to help him with something. I'm going to go take care of that and then I'll be in. And then I fell asleep and me being the like old person at heart that I am, I was like, I probably just like fell asleep five minutes in, but I guess they were outside for hours talking. And, uh, he was like, yeah, I talked to your dad last night. And I was like, okay, then yes. (laughs) And it was, it was a really special day. I mean, we got our house, we got, you know, we are embarking on this new chapter in our lives. Um, and then, you know, I went like full psycho bride mode and just like you, Whitney, I booked everything within a matter of weeks, um, (laughs) mainly because we got engaged during the time of COVID. I knew that the upcoming school year was just going to be wild. I would not have any time to commit to wedding planning. So I really just wanted to take advantage of summer vacation and we got, um, you know, I went to like three different venues, uh, ruled them all out. I made a, uh, spreadsheets with price comparisons. And I was like, this is too expensive. This is too expensive. This is too expensive. We're going to get married at my parents' house. So we're getting married at my, we're going to be getting married at my parents' house. We booked all of our vendors. Um, I got everything booked pretty quickly. Now we have, uh, we're getting married in October and, uh, now we're just kind of in that final countdown where we're just tying up loose ends. I think we're both at the point where we're more excited than anything. Like, luckily we haven't really felt too much in the way of stress, which I consider to be a blessing. Um, I'm sure I'll start to feel it like full force the fir- the few weeks leading up to it. But um, it's gone really smoothly. I've really enjoyed it. Um, now we're just at that final countdown where, yeah, I think we're both just like ready for it to happen. So um, that is where we are at. And that has been our story. And it, it's been we've really we were originally thinking about getting married in April. We knew that April was going to be too fast. And I actually have really enjoyed having a longer engagement. And uh, it's just giving us it's given us time to just enjoy life as fiancés. I've really liked that. So, yeah, it's all it's been good. Yeah, it's funny with your guys's your answering. So like you're answering that. So mine, I just hysterically started crying, <laughs> and then all of a sudden champagne was thrown in my hand, and like, and all of them went. She didn't even say yes, and I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yes, yes. (laughs) And we had already like walked away from each other, and then also in that moment, like I couldn't tell you what he said, and I don't know, like I was that like blackout, like you're just so like your emotions are right there. You're like, I, I, you could have said anything to me, like, well, and it, no idea, yeah, and it's it's so cute because I don't think you think very often about how nerve-wracking it is for the guy. Like, Tyler had a whole speech written out that he was going to say when he proposed. And when he got down on one knee, the box he was holding was shaking because he was so nervous. 
he said he blacked out and forgot everything. Like yeah, he's Jake like, yeah, he's like, I don't even really remember proposing <laughs> yeah. to you. And he, 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 all he said was, will you marry me? I remember that. But it was really cute because the next day he texted me the speech that he wrote. He's like, this is what I was going to say. But I got too nervous. He also sat on the box and broke it, which he was like, I, he's like, I was trying to hide it from you. I didn't want you to see it, but I wanted to show your sister. And it, it was so cute. I mean, it was definitely like we had our own little messiness that went along with it, but it was just like perfect for who we are as a couple, too. So I want to ask you guys, um, and what's cool about this is like you guys have all gone through, you guys are all married. I'm going to be getting married, but I feel like I have a lot that I can learn from you guys through um, this conversation that we have. So I really want to ask you guys, going into wedding planning, were you the type of person who like you had dreamed about getting married and you had it in your mind of what you wanted your wedding to be like? Or did this end up being something where you kind of just figured things out as you went? Like you didn't really have a clear vision to start with and you kind of worked your way through things in that process. I can go. Um, mine was both. I always had a vision of what I wanted, where I wanted, the dress I wanted, you know, like many probably little girls have that I was super set on until I started planning. And then all of literally every piece of that, I think, went out the window. So I don't know if that is like timing. I always wanted the beach. I always, you know, we're very much water people. I wanted a mermaid gown. I want, you know, all of these things. And just none of those pieces stuck. We ended up in a, you know, barn that wasn't dirty. And I had a more of a ball gowny, but more a line. I don't know. I ended up buying a ball gown and was like, why did I buy a ball gown? So then I got all of the stuff cut out of it so that it was an A line. And, um, I think for me, there was something about like reinventing that and making it work with what Ian wanted, my husband wanted. And um, I don't know, up until I was planning it, I never had to consider anybody else's mm-hmm. view of it because of my dream. So finding ways to like keep the spirit of what I wanted, even though it didn't look like what I wanted mm-hmm. childhood me, um, and blending that with something that was more us mm-hmm. I think was really special that in a way that I didn't even miss any of the things that I lost or got rid of um right. from my original dream so yeah I always thought that was interesting like I thought I could picture that whole day and it was like insert groom here and it's, it's not the case um and it was so much better because of that because it was our vision I feel like that is something that I hear a lot with the people that I've talked to who have gotten married. The one thing that I feel like I constantly hear is my dress was totally different than anything I ever thought I would have gotten. I feel like I do hear that a lot. And I I don't know why that is maybe just because things look differently when you try them on. But I always find it interesting because I thought that about myself too, about my dress too. Like my dress is pretty close along the lines of what I thought I would get. But there are some things about it where I'm like, I never thought I would have that. I never thought I would have that. And here I am. And I'm like, this actually looks kind of good on me. So that's something that, yeah, I definitely feel like the dress is one thing I hear a lot of people say was different than what they pictured. What about you, Corey and Tessa? Was there anything else where you're like, I pictured it, I knew what I wanted, and that's what it was, or things changed? 
Um, for me, I like, I wasn't like one of the girls that like dreamed about this wedding and had this big vision. For me, I just from like a really, really big family and, and so does Garson. And so we've gone to, I think we counted, we've been to like 50 weddings together in our relationship. Like, I don't know if that's, that might be exaggerating, but we've been to a lot just between the two of us and our friends mm-hmm. um, and our families, just because I have tons of cousins. He has tons of cousins. So we have these like really big, fun families. So every wedding we go to is like a blast, like Mm -hmm. just the tearing up the dance floor. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, I just really wanted something like fun like that, but also really meaningful, like special, not only for us, but for like our guests. Um, So that was really important to me. Um, and as far as like, of course I had like a Pinterest board, you know, I feel like every person, girl with Pinterest has a Pinterest board. I just knew I wanted like, like bohemian vibes and lots of greenery and like pompas. Cause that was in, and like, I like gold. So I wanted gold accents. So those are the things I kind of knew, mm-hmm. but once it came to like actually buying things, it was, I was just really like chill and easy going like that looks cool that looks cool like my sister would send me stuff that she'd see at like Hobby Lobby or mm-hmm. Ross and I'm like sure that mm-hmm. works you know mm-hmm. so it was pretty easy in that sense I just knew like the little details I wanted but I wasn't like super nitpicky and it all ended up coming together um so yeah but it was it was I was never one of those girls. I just knew I wanted something really fun and big. And like, obviously we didn't get the big part, but we got the fun part. So yeah. that's all right. Yeah. yeah. I, I can relate a lot on that. Like I even had in my vows, it was, I wasn't the girl that dreamed of getting married. And until I met you was what I put. Mm-hmm. And I, I never envisioned that day. I just didn't see mm-hmm. anything. So with Jake, it was, wonderful because then this dream grew together mm-hmm. yeah. and both of us you know kind of came yeah. from some interesting lives and stuff so we just never really thought a lot of the things that we've done together we ever would get to do so like owning a house and graduating college and mm-hmm. getting married and <laughs> hopefully having kids soon you know just we didn't have those things so um yeah building that together and um my biggest thing with him was finding out what were his most important key things what because like I know like girls we can come in and we can take over real quick (laughs) and I was like what is the most important thing to you with this and so I understood that so especially with planning the surprise, <laughs> um, I was able to make sure those details were there. So, like, family. I, I also, I'm one of eight. His dad is one of seven, so the cousins and the family, like, just family. If we would have just had family, it would have probably been, like, 80 people, like, Dang. at yeah. the least. And that's just first cousins. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's close with all of them, like, insane. So... Um, uh, that was the hardest part was cutting down what family could be there. Mm. Um, and that was why I wanted to reiterate, like, we will have a party. I'm hoping, right. you know, in a year mm-hmm. on our first year, we can do like a, we bought a house, we got married and yeah. hopefully I'll be pregnant and yeah. then we can, you know, do the whole thing. So that was his key thing, but I made sure his brother from New Jersey came out. Okay, good. And I made sure one of his best friends that lived in Colorado came out. Mm-hmm. And um, I knew even if he found out about the wedding, 
But those details, he wouldn't know. That would still be a surprise, and that was important to him. For sure. So just having those people that were really important in your life. Yeah, yeah. and and there were a lot of people that we wanted there, mm-hmm. you know, but it just couldn't happen. Right, so, right. Um, but, yeah, no, it, like having both your, like, your core things that you want right knowing that and then all the other things will come fall and into fall into place mm-hmm. and all the little details and all the stuff and but yeah as long as your main things mm-hmm. then yeah you're good yeah you know? yeah I I will definitely have to go on that same theme there because I know when I was younger really until I like got into college I didn't even really ever know if I wanted to get married I remember, like, one of my high school boyfriends telling him that, yeah, I don't really know if, like, marriage and kids is in the books for me. And I remember I was just in that mindset for a while. That started to change as I got older, maybe because it just seemed like more of something I can realistically picture for myself. But um, when Tyler and I got together and when we got really serious and really thinking about where my future was going with this person... um, I became just in love with the idea of marrying him. And I feel just, I mean, appreciative every day that this is the person I get to spend the rest of my life with. Um, But I know a lot of what I had thought that maybe I wanted in my wedding changed a lot once I knew that it was Tyler and I who were going to be sharing that day Mm -hmm. with each other. And, you know, I had originally thought I always wanted, like, teals in my wedding. And then when I start thinking about, like, Tyler's style and what he likes and now where we're going to get married and, like, I don't want it to be all about me. I want it to be about both of us and what we both like. And um, I think my vision and my views for my wedding changed a lot once I knew it was Tyler and I sharing that day with each other. And that has morphed into this beautiful day that I am picturing coming up in the near future. And I'm just so excited. There's so many times where I look at it, I'm like, I don't even know what this is going to look like or if what I chose even goes together. But at the end of the day, it's not about the color linens that I have. It's about the fact that I am getting married to this amazing person. So I think, though, that's really the big thing. And Tessa, what you bring up, a question that I want to ask you guys, and I mean, Corey kind of got me thinking about this too. Um, It sounds like we were all pretty lax about things and we were able to figure things out as we were going and kind of acclimate to the situation. Did you guys feel like, though, that there was anything that were just, like, non-negotiable to you? Like, things that you absolutely wanted in your wedding like one way or another and I'll I'll start it off just to get you guys give you guys a little bit of think time like I know and it stresses Tyler out so much and he's so mad at me for making this be my non-negotiable but um (laughs) we I like I want us to write our own vows that is my one non-negotiable I'm like we're not gonna do anything scripted like I'm very much a cheesy poetic person. I appreciate the art of writing and pouring your heart out on a piece of paper. And I really, like, I will not budge on this one thing. And Tyler's so the opposite of that. He's, like, he, he is not an emotional person. Um, he speaking in front of Yes, like, public speaking. We went to a wedding recently where they wrote their own vows. 
And Tyler and I were talking the next day, and I was like, okay, so is there anything, like, you really liked about that wedding that you want to do an art wedding? And he was like, it, it just made me even more stressed about the vows. And I was like, why are you so stressed about this? And he's like, I just, he's like, you're an English teacher. Yours are just by default going to be better than mine. And I'm like, okay, but you're just writing from the heart. You're writing from the heart. It's going to be a special moment. So that's been my one non-negotiable thing. Um, And I think that he will appreciate that when it's all said and done. I am planning on getting our vows framed and like doing something special with them and i think he'll appreciate the sentiment so he's just got to power through the through the process i was going to say um mine was like this didn't happen but my not non-negotiable with like our big wedding was a videographer Mm. and like garson's very like money conscious he's very like you know a little bit He's my, I call him Frugal Frank. That's like my nickname for him. He loves it. Um, he calls me Spendy. He calls me Spendy Wendy. Um, so my art, that was like my non-negotiable because it's really expensive, you know, obviously to have a videographer and a photographer, but I feel like with a wedding, things go by so fast. And like, like you said, you don't really remember all those little moments, like mm-hmm. even the vows, even like walking down the aisle. Um, those little moments, I feel like because you're so like anxious and nervous, you just kind of like black out and forget about them. Mm-hmm. And I really didn't want that. I wanted something to like look back on and pictures are great, but like, I'm a video person. I mm-hmm. love looking at videos. I love taking videos. Like I've made him videos of our relationship. And, mm-hmm. um, and now that we have a baby, like I'm t- trying to take a video every single day. Mm-hmm. Um, and so videos are really important to me and I love, like, I just love the idea of having a, like a, you know, that documented in a video form. Mm -hmm. Um, so that was like what my non-negotiable was a videographer and we found like an amazing one and we didn't use her, but we're still really good friends with her. And if we ever have a party someday, like I kept my deposit with her, I told her I didn't want it. Like, even though I probably wouldn't have gotten it back, Mm -hmm. I told her. I want you to keep our deposit so then someday when we do something like I want you to be there. So you so, didn't um, get that. to you didn't get to have her for your actual wedding. Do you feel no. like do you do you feel like you missed out on anything by not having that? Um well so the hard part is when we did our small wedding in August, we were planning on having a wedding this year. Okay. Um so we we postponed like our venue. We postponed everything to September 25th this year. Oh. And so we didn't say our vows last August when we got married okay. because I told him like, I want our vows to be special and I don't want to like say them twice mm-hmm. and I want people to hear them. Like, mm-hmm. so we had fully planned on having like a big wedding this year in September. So we chose to like, push everything till then. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we decided just from having a baby and like, we, we also just bought a house mm-hmm. and just the, like the way our life is looking right now. And my body is looking right now. I really don't, yeah. we didn't really want to have something in September. We decided to cancel it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I do feel like I missed out not having that in August, but that's why we, 
Yeah, like especially the vows. Like I wrote my vows. I love writing like you, Shelby. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God, I can't wait to like your vows are gonna be incredible. I know it. Um I, I put a lot of time and effort into that and a lot of like feeling. I love expressing myself through words. Mm-hmm. So that was one thing that I really felt like we missed out on. Um and the videographer, but hopefully hopefully someday like and I told him like even if we have a party someday, I still wanna do like a ceremony. Like we didn't have any of our bridesmaids or groomsmen and like Shelby knows I'm friends with all of our, our groomsmen are like how I met Garson Mm -hmm. um, and how we got together. So I want to walk down an aisle and see like my girls and the boys all dressed up. Like, even if it means we're already married, you know, and our daughter is our flower girl, I still want to do like some sort of ceremony where we, you know, do a vow renewal or something like that. Yeah, that would be so special. And I mean, luckily, it sounds like your day was so special. Like the pros outweighed Mm -hmm. any possible cons there could have been. Yeah, for sure. Did you have anything that was a non-negotiable, Tessa? My non-negotiable was having the groom there. No, um, (laughs) my was, um, just everything keeping secret and then afterwards mm-hmm. I asked everyone please don't post anything yet um yeah. because I knew a lot of feelings were gonna get hurt um even family and friends mm-hmm. um you know the aunt that was originally gonna walk Jake down the aisle you know I wanted her to find out from us and not yeah. online mm-hmm. so there were things that slipped um it did cause some problems um but it is what it is and you just you there are you can't plan for every little thing to be perfect mm-hmm. um you just gotta roll with it so mm-hmm. yeah I mean I really didn't have anything I think because I had to cancel so many times mm-hmm. I was so distraught like upset like I'm like I just I just I everything is negotiable yeah, at this point and I was like man I'll freaking marry this kid on the sidewalk like mm-hmm. I just want to be with you and move oh, forward no. and yeah and the the disappointment so once we came up with the surprise it mm-hmm. sparked a whole new life to the wedding mm-hmm. um that was like oh this is fun again and oh he doesn't know mm-hmm. and you know and everybody everybody helping and mm-hmm. I had everybody texting um just if you're asking anything about the wedding, say birthday, say birthday. And so mm-hmm. like, yeah, just keeping secret, I guess, yeah. was the biggest. Keeping and, it under wraps. And, and it works. I mean, I yeah. can't believe it, but it did. <laughs> hey, when push that's comes to shove. That's such a shot. cool story to tell. Like, you're going to, that's so awesome that you did that. And, you know, my, my mom at first was like, what the heck, you are <laughs> you know like ev- everybody anybody who I was like yeah I'm planning a surprise wedding and they're like oh like your guests don't know and I'm like no the groom <laughs> uh, my mom was like you're nuts and I knew my sisters were like what the hell you know mm-hmm. but um once it came to like the planning and the details and and me making sure like the things I knew he wanted and whatever they were like that was the best wedding I've been to because it was purely about you two yeah it wasn't about anybody else mm-hmm. it was just about this special day mm-hmm. that you guys got to have and and I hear a lot from brides that, like, on the day you have a lot of people and it's overwhelming and you can't say hello to everyone. Mm-hmm. So having that more intimate 
where you, know, you could setting. share those moments with exactly all your it just was like yeah. mm-hmm. made it that much more special um yeah what's funny with the vows um so that was something everybody asked like what about his vows you know and I'm like he's been working on them in his brain for a year like and yeah. he'll be fine like that was the one thing I did to him that was <laughs> pretty gnarly so yeah. he I um, I did have, he had two and a half hours before, so he got there at 2.30, and then I said, at 5 o'clock, we're getting married, so, and I went to his friends, and I said, hey, please encourage him, friends that were already married, like, let him go and have some time by himself and write his vows, I know he's going to be freaking out about it, so, he's, that was his one thing to me, was like, yeah, I wish I had more time on the vows, but he's like, but it was the best day of my life, yeah. so I don't even care, Aww. so, yeah, so, it, I, and I was very nervous uh, that he was, well, that was, like, not going to be into it, that but, was very good thinking on your part, too, to give him time to write the vows, I don't know if yeah. that, that would have crossed my mind. I had a lot of people like, what are you going to do? And I'm like, oh, I got to make sure. So I, it was perfect because I just went upstairs and got ready and mm-hmm. did everything. And then he was downstairs and got to kept seeing the surprise of the guests. Aww. And he's like, I don't know who's coming, you know, and who's going to be Aww. here. So, yeah. Wait, <laughs> did you have anything that was a non-negotiable for you? I don't know if I'd call it a non-negotiable, but I was very aware the whole time that I didn't want to do anything just because I was supposed to do it like not non-traditional but you know like I don't know I didn't want to do and I'm not hating on these things if you did any of them but like the Gardo toss or like Mm, now we're playing this song for the you know like those those kinds of things that are just very traditional Mm -hmm. um I wanted as many things as possible to be meaningful and you know meaningful about us um so I had an example of that, and I lost it. Already. That's the pregnancy thing. <laughs> but um, oh, like I wanted, I really wanted someone who knew us, who knew our story, who was special to us to marry us. Um, where neither one of us are very religious, so there wasn't like mm-hmm. a religious person to you know that immediately came to mind. Um, and we immediately thought of one of our friends' dads, who's like known for his speeches and Aww. kind of being that guy. And um, they were going to be on a cruise. They couldn't attend our wedding. And I was so devastated. So then immediately I was like, Uncle Mike, Selby's dad, he has to be the one. He is like the fun guy in the family. I could totally see him just leading this ceremony. And my mom said, no, he has to walk me down the aisle. You know, like I, that, that's what I want. That was her non-negotiable. I said, okay, we can find somebody else. You only have one brother, but like we can find somebody else. So we ended up getting one of our really good friends um, who is ordained um, and his now wife is, was uh, one of my bridesmaids. So just those meaningful moments I really wanted. I didn't want, you know, to say this thing just because we say that thing. I wanted our own vows because I wanted them to be special. And, um, one thing that maybe was more of a non-negotiable was that I didn't want to miss the cocktail hour. I didn't want to miss the food I was paying for and picked out in love. And I didn't want to spend, this is kind of selfish, but I didn't want to spend the whole night, like, interacting with my guests. I wanted us to be together the whole night. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wanted us to dance. We had a band that we loved. We, you know, they were really fun. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want us to have to like go greet guests differently. And this is pre-COVID. So, you know, of course, larger 
bunch of guests count and I didn't want us to be I just remember going to weddings and seeing like bride over here groom over yeah, there and right. sure. spending time together yeah, yeah. um that was that. so important to me um and to him as well so we you know went around we ate very quickly first I said I'm eating first and then we're gonna go around and say hello to everyone but we're not lingering so that by the time the music started we genuinely had seen everybody who was there mm-hmm. and then we could spend the whole night on the dance floor which was just super fun That's so a very sound piece of advice i feel like i need to present that to tyler like hey mm-hmm. let's have fun but let's enjoy the moment with the two of yeah. us too mm-hmm. you only get one wedding hopefully so. exactly yeah <laughs> and we i took like five minutes maybe sometime in the middle and we just went and sat back at our table and watched everyone else who was having fun and it was so nice to I mean being in the center of course was very fun I don't love when all the attention is on me so it was nice to like step away and stand in the corner and just be like look at all these people who love us and are here because of our love two couples found each other at our wedding that's very special to me you know to like know that the people who have touched our lives and then we took other people's lives so um yeah reflect as often as you can because otherwise you do black out like the best piece of the pieces of the night I wasn't even thinking at our wedding either and I still there's pieces that I don't remember um because it just goes by so fast so take those pauses when you can and reflect when you can and then talk about it after we stayed up all night just talking about how awesome the day was so special so I think okay we already know the answer for this for you. Um, and I'm going to start, I'll go to Corey first. Um, so how involved was Garson in the process, the wedding planning process? Or actually, I mean, you could talk about this before your surprise wedding. Um, so how involved was your partner in the process? And what did that look like on his end? And I'm really asking this question for my own sake because I have my own answer to this. But I want to know what you guys have to say about this. So, Corey, I'll let you start. So, he was, um, Garson was more involved than I would have liked. (laughs) Um, I, and I, mostly because, like, we were paying for the wedding ourselves. Mm -hmm. And he is, like, he's frugal Frank. And so he was a little bit more involved than I would have liked in that sense on like yeses and nos of what I wanted versus what he wanted, what he thought was necessary. Um, but he wasn't super involved as far as like the look goes okay. and the vibe and everything. He kind of let me have free reign, but mm-hmm. he was just the one to like say yes or no as a, you know, like getting a photo booth, getting and not a getting a photo mm-hmm. booth. And, um, you know, I wanted like little areas areas for people to sit down like maybe a couch and some poofs and you know and he's like we don't need that that's like an extra thousand dollars you know so that was what he was more involved in was like the what the cost was for everything and what we needed and what we didn't need Mm -hmm. um but as far as the look goes he wasn't super involved he was involved as far as like doing things like Whitney was talking about like you know are we gonna do a bouquet toss are we Mm -hmm. gonna do a garter toss like we didn't really want that we didn't want like him climbing up under my dress like in front of our grandmas you know um and we so we decided not to do things like that Mm -hmm. um he his non-negotiable was he did not want 
the cha-cha slide or any of those dances to be on the playlist. Like he did not want that at our wedding. Um, you know, that's, and that's like a go-to wedding thing. Like, so there was things that he was involved in, in that sense, but, um, he kind of gave me free reign as far as like the look of everything and the theme and the vibes and the color. Okay. I gotcha. All right. And Tessa, what about you? So before, like when we started doing all the planning, like I had said to him, you know, I, I know I'm going to be doing more, but I really do want you involved because mm-hmm. I don't want to be overwhelmed and I mm-hmm. would like your help. And right. he's like, yeah, of course. And then what do I do? Put the whole thing on myself. Um, <laughs> but, um, but like we had like made a playlist of the songs and we had already, you know, picked out our certain songs and certain things. And I had it all documented. So I was able to throw those touches in where mm-hmm. I could mm-hmm. for the whole change up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he went to all the, to look at the venues and right. all the things. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he was, he was pretty involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we were both just like crushed, you know? So right. it just went from like, you know, 60 to zero. Opposite. Right. Exactly. Um, so yeah, he, but yeah, he was pretty involved okay. for the most part, but then oh. at the end, of course not. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> and Whit, what about you? How involved was Ian? He, uh, he, I'm the plan. I mean, I'm absolutely the planner. Um, I was in grad school at the time, so I would have like very dedicated focused time when like I would set time aside to do this. So he knows to kind of let me go when I have those, <laughs> those times. Um, but then of course, if I, I learned that I had to ask for specific things because he genuinely didn't know right. basically anything that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what is this type of thing versus that type of thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so he responded well to specific tasks. Mm-hmm. He definitely had the task of like negotiating between our moms. Both of our moms are just very opinionated and uh, I mean, in the best ways, right? They're both very excited for him. He was the first to get married. My brother's was kind of very low key, very DIY. So my mom was like, it's, the big wedding and it's my baby girl you know so everyone was just very involved um and don't really see eyes to eyes on how they see things so he did a great job of keeping me calm and how I would respond to my mom and then also you know not having me have to handle things with his mom Mm -hmm. which was fabulous and worked out really well but he also along the way like developed these really uh, like, when he did have an opinion, it was about something that was so random. Mm-hmm. I was like, why are we... <laughs> the one that's coming to mind is, like, whether or not our little, um, what are they, ring bears wore boutonnieres. And I was like, I'm not paying, you know, $20 for a four-year-old to wear. It's going to fall on the floor. He's not going to wear the jacket. And he was so adamant about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, why are we discussing this? is Such stupid. a random thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I it just one of his things, you know, there, there was a couple of different things like that. And I was like, mm-hmm. it feels like you're trying. We, we ended up having a conversation like, why is this happening? Mm-hmm. I'm a psychologist. So, of course, I went to like, what is happening here? Like, what's going on? <laughs> and he was feeling like, I don't know how to contribute because I've never thought about this uh-huh. before. So, right. that's when I learned like finding specific things that like you can yeah. totally take this, you handle the music you know we'll pick out the band together but like you handle all of that coordination or you know um so he was finding that he was missing some pieces even though he didn't really 
want to be super involved and then giving him those specific things was really yeah helpful so yeah, yeah. I think I'm probably right there along with you Wit, and parts of what you other ladies are saying too um I know it wasn't the most convenient thing to buy a house and get engaged at the same time um <laughs> mainly because we had just a bunch of renovations we did right away and I know Tyler did not mean to hurt my feelings by this but I remember he told me um during the time that I'm working on the house you're not allowed to talk to me about anything having to do with the wedding and I'm like what (laughs) and and I know I know he did not mean it in any kind of mean way it was more of just the fact that he was so busy I mean we like gutted and redid like a whole half of our house right off the bat and it was incredible I mean I'm appreciative every day that Tyler can do the work that he does and he turned our home into an even more beautiful place um, and I know he just, like, thinking about anything having to do with the wedding was just, like, so not on his radar during that time. And just, like, it was he was not interested in it. But now that we've gotten a lot done with the house and a lot of time has passed, um, he's definitely, he asks more questions. Um, he takes more of an interest in things. And I've done what you did, with where I have um, tasked him with certain things. You know, I told him, like, hey, you need to, like, check out DJ equipment. Um, I It taught me a lot about how to just be lax about things. Like, I can think of two things right off the bat that he has decided that I don't agree with. But I'm going to just let him do it. It's fine. Like I said, at the end of the day, it's not about the color of my table linens or the flowers in the bouquet. It is about the bigger picture, which is us getting married. Um, and then the other thing I will say, just like you were talking about Whitney, like most of his responsibility has fallen on the communication with his mom. Um, he's, that's really his biggest thing is like, please talk to your mom about this. Please talk to your mom about that. Um, so that's really been his biggest responsibility is just keeping that communication open with his mom because she is his only link. Like, they are each other's only link to that information. Um, And then certain things, you know, I do want his input on things. I do want to know what his opinion is. I don't want him to think that I'm just planning my wedding and I'm planning our wedding. So I will ask for his opinion. And I know if he genuinely has an opinion, he'll let me know. Um, And then, you know, a lot of times he's just like, I don't know, whatever. (laughs) So... So, I mean, luckily, he's pretty chill about things to where, um, you know, but I always want to make sure I'm asking just to be safe. Um, What do you guys feel like was something that surprised you about wedding planning? Was there anything that you were not prepared for that you were surprised with while going through the process? Um, I would say the cost of everything. I know that people always tell you that weddings are expensive. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't really, like, come, it's just insane once you're living it, how much, you know, like, people, I can't believe some people spend, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars on a wedding, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking, when we went into it, I'm like, we're going to be so frugal, like, we're only going to spend this much. And then you really, like, it sets in. And and we, I feel like we were on the cheaper end Mm -hmm. of what we were going to spend. And we, you know, it's just insane. We cut out a lot of things that Mm -hmm. we chose not to have to make it cheap. And we were still about to spend 
gobs of money, mm-hmm. you know, like it was like, especially cause we didn't buy a house yet when we got engaged and we were starting to plan our wedding and it was basically like a down payment on a house, yeah. you know, we're paying 20% on a house mm-hmm. and, or have a wedding. And it was like, how can we make this happen? You know, it was really hard, mm-hmm. um, which ended up working out. We didn't have to pay for a lot of it. We did lose some money, like a lot of deposits, but I don't know, just, I feel like the wedding industry is so inflated, like cost wise, just because it's wet, you know, it's a wedding. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't think that it was going to, everything was going to be that much money. So, mm-hmm. um, and also that was like more of a negative thing, but more positive thing that surprised me was just like how much people are willing to help. And especially like family and friends. Like, I just thought that was incredible. Like, at our small wedding, instead of hiring people to help with food, um, you know, one of Garson's aunts and cousins came and they just were so happy to just be there. And, you know, it's, and like our friend was, um, a photographer, we asked her to come join and we're like, Hey, you can kind of like be a guest, but also, um, you know, be our photographer. And, um, just like the the little things that people did to help was so special. Like someone made our desserts instead of buying them. Um, uh, the house that we had it at, you know, just how many people, especially during COVID, so many people were really understanding and helpful because they knew we had to cancel our wedding. Um, but even when we were having our big wedding, the amount of people that were willing to help and contribute things is really special. I mean, there's like, never more of a time to feel love than like when you're getting married was really special. Yeah. I love that. I'll agree. Um, definitely the amount of people who have been willing to pitch in and help out has been so humbling and so just like, yeah, I'll take all the help I can get. Um, um, and same thing with the amount of money that people put into their wedding. I feel like, you know, Tyler and I we're under budget right now. And I think in Tyler's mind, he's like, oh, so we can do this or we can do that. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, we're under budget. This is a good thing. We can keep it that way. And then it's like when I think about just some of the things that people spend money on, like, I mean, I know people who spent thousands of dollars on their wedding dress. And it's like, I mean, my wedding dress is beautiful. My wedding dress was not super cheap by any means. Uh, my wedding dress didn't cost me $4,000 either. And yeah. it's there's certain things like that where I have to remind myself, like, this is one day. And, you know, obviously make it worth it. But at the same time, focus on really what is within reason for that one day. And just keep on reminding myself that it's not about how many flowers I have or, you know, inviting just you know it's I think I really just have to remind myself of like what is really worth it for me to spend my money on and Mm -hmm. um you know just keep reminding myself of that because it is easy to get carried away for sure sure. sure. I I think the DIY stuff like helps so much Mm -hmm. and also like you have all these people that are willing to help and contribute and everything like I just threw things out there hey I need another table yeah, and then all of a sudden I had six extra tables. I'm like, all right, too much, you know. But um, like one of my girlfriends, all of her decorations she just stored, had cataloged everything, and she was like, 
have at it. Awesome. And let me pick, and then we, like, so cool. designed our own table stuff and whatever. So, like, yeah, the people that come out of the woodwork and what mm-hmm. they have and, mm-hmm. and you never know, just throw it out there, ask. Right. Like, yeah, absolutely. Because especially with weddings, people are mm-hmm. excited. They want to they wanna feel like they help, you know, For too. Sure. So I think it's, like, the best time that you can, like, tap into all those resources. <laughs> But, absolutely I mean my my whole wedding couldn't have been done without all the help right I mean, mm-hmm. my best friend Selena my best friend Bryn my sister I mean all of them mm-hmm. like I it couldn't yeah. would not have been possible and their husbands it I mean Bryn, yeah Bryn's mm-hmm. husband came he put up he streamed all the lights in like the amount of time he had before Jake got there I mean it was insane so Aww. yeah that was that was probably the most shocking thing mm-hmm. I have to say. Yeah, like how many people come? That like community. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And that's what it's about, right? I mean, you're bringing these yeah. two communities mm-hmm. together, and nice. so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what? I was gonna say I think mine's similar to you, Shelby. That like I am very much a perfectionist and like could think about details for hours, and I painstakingly did that because it like many of my things were DIY and I was like I get to do this myself like we get to really think about what we want to do and at the end of the day like how many not how many of those things mattered but some of the other stuff that got brought in it's very easy to go down that like everything matters mm-hmm. pigeonhole um the one I'm thinking of is we looked at like what color light do you want projected onto the ceiling right and we looked at every single color combo and it was like fun <laughs> to do that it was the wrong color and I didn't even notice at the end of the night my husband was like did you see like the the ceilings were pink and I was like nope I didn't and that you know we had to find the perfect color scheme for what I want you know and it, so I think that was big for me like how little it mattered even though it mattered so much in the planning process then when it got to the day it was just one day and it was going to be wonderful no matter what happens I genuinely think like my dress could have caught fire and it still would have been the most wonderful day that I had Um, so I think I wish I had known if there was something that like I wish I knew at the beginning of it was just it's still going to be the best day no matter what happens so I probably would have cut myself a little more slack during the planning process so now that we've talked about what is surprising what do you guys feel like going through the process what was something that was a major struggle for you in going through the process and what is something that you felt kind of came easy to you so struggle I mean definitely not sharing the frustration with mm-hmm. Jake, but mine's a very unique situation. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there was the like amazing part of keeping it a secret, but mm-hmm. then there's also the downside of keeping it a secret. Right. Um, but then I just kept changing that in my mind, going, you know, but this is gonna be the best thing. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to love it. I can't wait to see his this face. Will all be like, worth yeah. it. And um. Yeah, I think that. And then what was the second part of that? And what was something that you felt came very easy to you in the process? Easy? I guess just back to, like, the people coming and helping mm-hmm. and showing up and reaching out and, mm-hmm. and, like, hey, can I count on you for this? And not having to ask people twice or anything. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, I'm here and done and done. Awesome. So, yeah. You had those dependable resources. Yeah, for sure. Which probably why you were a part of the 25. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> he was slim, but yeah. So that would be mine. <laughs> Something I really struggled with was uh, the guest list. That's like really, really hard. Mm-hmm. Just having like two giant families and then having to pick and choose which friends came. Mm-hmm. Um, was really, really hard just because, you know, I'm, I'm a big social person. I have friends from like high school, mm-hmm. call, different phases of college, um, and then living in SAC and I coach volleyball. So I have all these newer people in my life and just picking right. and choosing who we want to be there. Um, and, you know, and which friends we want to invite and still, I mean, cause we were very money conscious mm-hmm. deciding, you know, who we want to be there. So that was really, really hard. Um, but something that was easy was for me, it was finding my dress. My dress was like the third one I tried on. Um, I tried on two of them. The second one didn't even fit. I couldn't even get it past my hips. So <laughs> the girl was like, I'm going to go grab one. And she brought it in. I pulled it up and looked in the mirror. I was like, cool. I like this. Like, let's do it. Um, my mom cried, of course, like I opened the curtains. My mom's like, this is it. Um, so I was just like, this is great. And then finding my venue was really easy. Um, I, it was like the only venue I went and saw. Um, and it was beautiful. It was like a new brand new venue in Chico, um, called the iron gate garden. Inn. it's like this old house that used to be an airbnb they converted to a wedding venue and it's absolutely gorgeous and i ended up knowing a lady that um owned it um so it was really and like obviously we didn't get married there mm-hmm. um but hopefully i tell garson like we do have a party i would love to still do it there mm-hmm. um but our friends just got engaged Corey, um who you know and yeah. got engaged to his girlfriend and they went and looked at it and I was like I don't know if I'd be happy or sad <laughs> you know going to another wedding there and being like oh this is where we like should have gotten married or could have gotten married would be yeah. really hard mm-hmm. but also they're like our best friends so I'd be happy for them mm-hmm. um so but yeah that those are the two things like my dress and my venue just came like so easy awesome. The hardest part for me, I think, was all of the attention that brides get. I am not used to that. I'm the second child. You know, I just, I don't like that. I wasn't used to that. So, you know, showing people, like, what my hair was going to, you know, family and stuff, what my hair was going to look like, what my makeup was going to look like, the feedback that came back at that. It was just so much attention on me, like, on my person. The dress was very difficult because I had just never, like, I don't know. I'm not a big clothing person. I've never like examined myself in a dress before, you know? So that was really difficult, like having feedback and hearing what people said, regardless, positive or, or, you know, feedback, critique, whatever. Um, so that was really hard because everything was, what do you want? And what does that look like? And what, you know, what's your vision? I was like, I don't know. It's not about me. Oh, no, it is. It's not, you know? <laughs> yeah. So that was, that was tough. Um, but what came easy really was the day of. I think we see a lot of day ofs being very stressful and like you're up at 5 or 6 a.m. and like rushing to get things done. And I don't know if it's just because I had, you know, wonderful people around me I tried very hard to not not tried hard as if it was difficult but like I really didn't want to be a bridezilla I didn't want anyone to like even have a moment where they could say I was being a bridezilla um 
So I was like, yeah, we'll wake up whenever. Like I'll wake up early. I like snuck out and went and got breakfast and, you know, came back. And we were all just doing things all day together, except Ian and I didn't see each other. Actually, that was a non-negotiable. We were not allowed to see each other before, um, before the wedding. So it was just fun to like be with all of my girlfriends and my family and see everyone and have it be a really fun day that then led to you know, the best part of that day. And I was so anticipating it being really stressful and, you know, down to the wire of getting things ready to go. And it was just a party. We were all, like, taking shots and, then like, dancing in my suite before we walked out because there was 20 minutes extra to spare. So, yeah. I would say for me, um, my struggle goes along with what you were saying, Way I think you and I are very similar people in the sense where, like, I don't like having all eyes on me. I don't like, I don't like people having to accommodate to me either. Mm -hmm. Like my sister has been planning my bachelorette party and she'll like ask me certain things. I'm like, I don't know. Just do what's easier for all the girls. And she's like, no, you need to make the decision. And um, that's been really hard for me because I just automatically feel like people are just doing me the biggest favor ever by just like being present and being there and helping me celebrate that I don't always necessarily feel comfortable asking for more. So um, really being able to like put my foot down and have an opinion and stick to that opinion and not go to bed at night being like, did I make the wrong decision? Um, that's been a bit of a struggle for me. Um, like Corey was saying, the guest list has been really difficult. Um, we are getting married at a time in our life where everyone is either in a relationship, engaged or married. And so if you invite one person, you most likely are going to be inviting another person with them. And Tyler and I went into our guest list process, having the rule of no ring, no bring. And, um, it has not been so cut and dry. Like, we have some people who have been with their boyfriend or girlfriend for a year and they live together. And I'm like, well, it would be weird of us to invite that person who lives in that house with their significant other, but not invite the significant other. So that's been really tricky. We're also not allowing kids at our wedding, which I know is going to probably tick off some people, but... You know, you can't. Oh, Whitney's, Whitney's bringing her kid, though. Whitney is bringing. It'll her be kid. attached to me. Yes. So it'll yes. Be cool. <laughs> we're we're and that's and that has been our rule. Like we're having um you know Harper and Abby as our flower girls. We're having Wes as our ring bearer. Like we're gonna be having our family is gonna be bringing family or bringing kids. Um, but it's like I know we have some friends who don't live in state, and then you know, we're concerned that they won't be able to come because they won't be able to bring their kids. And, you know, that's created some area of concern. It will all be good. Um, and then there's been, like, you know, a little thing with, like, the color of tuxes or whatever. But, again, nothing that's, like, really making me lose sleep at night. And, I mean, that goes into, like, stuff that's come easy. Like, I've been able to, like, very easily communicate with Tyler about things. Like, we for the most part, see eye to eye on most, you know, like he was totally content and happy with our color scheme. He was totally content and happy with the timing of things with the number of people we wanted in our bridal party. He's been like such an easy groom. Um, you know, and I know that it could have totally gone the other way. I've heard of it going the other way. So 
I'm appreciative of just how cool he's been with everything. And then to go along with like what Corey was saying, it is, it was really easy for me to book our vendors and, you know, get everything under control. And I am so thankful that booking all of our vendors happened earlier rather than later, because now that I know that people like weddings are happening again, because COVID doesn't seem as serious. There are a bunch of people who are just like upping the price of everything yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, we are so lucky that we like signed this contract and we got everything taken care of prior to all of that. So I feel like um, the odds worked in our favor in that one. So um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I, I feel fortunate enough to not be looking in on this process feeling like it's been the worst thing of my life. I feel like a lot of it has been pretty seamless, pretty smooth. So we'll see what the next few months are like. <laughs> um, so Whitney, you kind of started to get into this and I was really appreciating the advice that you were starting to give. I want us to think about if there's one piece of advice that you could give a bride or that you could give somebody who's planning on getting married, um, what would that piece of advice be? I think to sum up some of the other things I've said is just to keep it in perspective and like remember what the day is about. Mm -hmm. Um, It got so easy to focus on the details and the colors and the timing and all of that because that's what's easy. And then at the end of the day, the only thing I remember is that it was the greatest day and we were surrounded by love and I was made at the end of it. And, you know, the groom was the most important thing. So um yeah keeping it in perspective as much as you can on the day planning the day and after like not getting caught up in things that were wrong or different or what have you although you probably won't remember those things mm-hmm. um unless they're a big thing <laughs> but even keeping those things in perspective too yeah yeah kind of along those same lines my my piece would be just to like be really present in each moment, like not just the ceremony, not just the reception, like beforehand, just really like not stressing, like don't have your phone on you, give someone else your phone. Mm -hmm. Don't think about like, did this get done? Did this get done? Like just really being present in each little moment and not like, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I really, I felt like I did a good job of doing that the day of like, getting my makeup done, getting my hair done, having my mom in the room, like putting my dress on, like jewelry, everything. I like was really present and like made each moment special um, because like those are the little things that you're going to think about. And those are the little things that other people are going to remember. Like mm-hmm. my mom's going to remember that moment. My, mm-hmm. um, you know, my best friend's going to remember the jewelry and like all those little things. My dad's going to remember me walking down the stairs and seeing him Mm -hmm. just like being really present in those moments is like the best advice I would say to someone getting married. It's just being really present. Yeah. To go off that, um, like the, the day of everything's already written out. It's written in the stars, how it's going to go. You know, and if it goes bad, it turns into a funny story later, you know, Mm -hmm. but there's nothing you can do. Mm -hmm. It's already, you've done all the details, you've done all the lists, you've done everything. Now, enjoy, Mm -hmm. like, yeah, set the mood, like where, you know, have fun music playing while you're getting ready with your girls and 
you know, you are going to get pulled every which way and you are going to have attention. So like my, my big advice would say, take 10, 15 minutes, kick everybody out Mm -hmm. and sit with yourself, read through your vows, you know, breathe, take some time, have your own moment, Mm -hmm. take care of yourself because you're going to continue to be pulled every which way the rest of the night. So Mm -hmm. And, and and have that for your groom. Have somebody yeah. do that for him, too, because he's probably going to be freaking out, oh, you know, but yeah. in the best way. Yeah. But take, yeah, just give yourself yeah. a breather. That's, yeah. that's what I would I, I love would, that. I never yeah. thought of that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think I had a minute to myself that I whole day. That would have been really nice. So yeah, that's I, smart. I did that. I, I'm taking, I'm going to be taking yeah, that. Yeah, I said my sister you're on mom duty you know and uh-huh. then my friends and they just they shut the door and they just like, let, 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 let her be I love that yeah my I think that's really really great I mean even like I'm thinking about that pregnancy wise like Whitney that was one thing that someone told me with having a baby is having like a moment to yourself yeah. like really being like just taking like literally five minutes in between a contraction and just being really like alone just you because Mm -hmm. you'll never be like uh, alone ever again you know so thing that I wish told me the day of my wedding because Mm -hmm. same thing that Whitney said I don't think there was a single moment that I was by myself you know Mm -hmm. even locked in a hotel I was with my best friend so (laughs) you know I think that's really great and that's something that you know I'm going to tell other brides is to maybe take that 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 moment to yourself yeah yeah I love that I my I have not gotten married yet, but through this process process, I feel like I've had some important takeaways. Um, really let yourself have fun with it and enjoy the process. You know, I think the big thing we've landed on is like all the little stuff doesn't matter. Again, like you'll hopefully only have to ever plan one wedding in your life. So let yourself enjoy what that process is. I remember when Tyler and I got engaged and someone had told me like let yourself just enjoy being fiancés and Mm -hmm. I feel like it's the same thing with planning a wedding let yourself enjoy that process and just really like to take the notes of what that looked like for you um and then just you know if you're not a flexible person try to teach yourself to be flexible um Pick and choose your battles of what really matters and understand at the end of the day that, yeah, there might be a few details that are off later on down the road or, you know, this person who you wanted to book might not be available, but, um, you know, it will all turn out fine. It will all be great. It will be a wonderful day. And it's not about the details. It's about sharing that moment. And like rolling with the punches, you know, yeah. just like mm-hmm. some things are going to work out and some things mm-hmm. aren't. Okay. So figure out something else and right. Or don't, you know, no matter yeah. what, it's going to mm-hmm. be great. You yeah. Know? So absolutely. If there's always a way, you know, exactly. And it, not let yourself get consumed with what didn't right. happen, but what mm-hmm. is happening. Yeah. Don't get sure. fixated on those yeah, little things. Yeah. Let it go and then move forward. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I totally agree. So then if we have our advice for our bride, what would be the one piece of advice that you would give to the groom? Mine that I said is just always ask what you can do to help. Like even just the gesture of asking um, 
I know for me, like, I'm not going to give Tyler a grocery list of things that he can do for me. In fact, most of the time, I'll probably just tell him, hey, I got it under control. But just the simple act of asking (laughs) is so comforting. Like, it just helps me know that you can see what I'm doing and you're here to help me if I need it. So I think to any groom who could be listening, uh, my advice is just ask. Ask what you can do. That's it. I like that. for husbands, too. (laughs) (laughs) Not just the groom. (laughs) Yeah, I would say, um, like, I think that's great. And um, just doing something, like, special to make making her feel special or romantic, whether that's, like, writing a note, giving her a meaningful gift, or, like, having a surprise after the wedding, you know, just doing something that the bride doesn't know about mm-hmm. um, is really, because the bride plans all those little things. So I think it's really nice to have something special um, from the groom that mm-hmm. the bride doesn't know about, you know, it's going to catch her off guard, I think is really great. i to make sure I have Tyler I think- listen to that one. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think, too, remembering that this day is about you as well. I think brides get a lot of attention and, you know, a lot of the focus because a lot of the planning does fall back on us. But it's also about you. And, you know, mm-hmm. I think grooms often feel as though they have to, like, quiet what they want or if they do have an opinion or mm-hmm. my job is just to make her happy. And that's not it. That's helpful a lot of the times. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think remembering that it's about the relationship but then you're a part of that rather than you know who has to be right or whose opinion do we have to go with um can be really helpful because then it's more fun you know Mm -hmm. the times when my group was stressed out I was more stressed out because I knew that he was stressed out about something Mm -hmm. um and then once we kind of fixed that communication piece then it was all it was great Mm -hmm. That summarizes our episode of That's What She Said, The Wedding Planning Extravaganza, because I've heard that that's what it is. It's just a big extravaganza. Um, (laughs) Thank you guys so much for joining me and for giving me some food for thought, some very sound advice to help me get through the rest of my wedding planning journey. So thank you so much for joining me. And I appreciate you guys being here today. Thanks for having us. Thank you so much for joining us on this month's installment of That's What She Said. Please give us a follow on Instagram at that's what she said underscore pod. Please also follow us on your listening platform for updates on our show. I'm also always happy to take episode suggestions, so shoot me an email at that's what she said dot listen at gmail.com. Don't forget to drop in the first Thursday of every month on That's What She Said.